What's up, After Buzzers? Welcome to the Good Behavior After Show. We're reviewing two episodes tonight, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Do you guys like my song choice? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even hear you. I didn't even <laughs> I just uh, surprised by the troll. Yes. You know, no one asked me about the song choice. <laughs> My milkshake doesn't bring boys to the yard. I'm, I'm it's not better than anyone's. I mean, it doesn't even matter what it brings anymore. You guys have an infamous picture from these parties that you go to all the time together, and I'm not in a single picture. Well, so left out. There's a thing called Photoshop. We'll get on that. Maybe you should be a How about a the... thing called real life? How come I can't just be in the pictures? We tried with the to crew? include you in our day. One day. One day. day. Um, lucky for everybody else, they could just look at our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, guys? I'm Olivia Gabri. Please follow me on Instagram and Twitter, the real underscore O underscore G. Check out our pics. Our, <laughs> our photo with, with each other. You're the real OG. Okay. With oh, okay. She goes just there. so we're clear. Anyways, hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm Madison Makeley. You can find me on all my socials and the tweet tweet at Maddie underscore Makeley. <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm Abigail Freyer, and you can find me on all social media at Abigail Freyer. And you can find me there too. I already have. <laughs> and I go around tagging all the pictures that I should have been in that I'm not. And I am Tehran, literally, at I am Tehran, all across IG, SC, TW, whatever other initials that are social media based that you can think of. So. Awesome. Well, I'm glad uh, we have a stalker on our panel because now you can tell us what it's like firsthand to be a stalker because Javier is also a stalker. Javier, Javier from the show Good Behavior is not a stalker. He's a hitman. So I Half stalker. So same thing Christian's for you? A stalker. Not at all. Oh, okay. Christian's not a stalker either. He's a parole officer. officer. <laughs> Why? This is, this is the inner this thoughts of girls that a lot of guys don't realize. Like when a guy is just, uh, the difference between a lover and a creeper is one thought. Like if a girl doesn't like a guy, one thought. he's a creeper. Like yes. a T-H-O-T. Exactly. No, not that kind of thought. <laughs> okay, See, this thought. is the real OG. I'm talking about an actual intellectual thought. Okay. Where a girl, if a girl likes a guy, he's like, oh, this is so sweet. Everything he does is sweet. And then if he, if she doesn't like the guy, everything he does, the exact same things, is creepy. And we saw that with uh, Javier's interaction with Letty. Because he's clearly a hitman that she's really attracted to, even though he goes around just killing people. Well, she likes the bad boys. Right. So, yeah, we're, we're introduced to Letty. First thing, um, first scene of the episode, we can tell she's, well... She was just working at a restaurant, but then uh, her manager spilled the beans that she's just a junkie, and she got fired. Actually, it was junkie whore, and she's she did just, just a junkie get fired. Whore. She, 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 she did get fired. She attacked the guy who was trying, was trying to, to, rape to, yeah. to rape her. And that, that, was that makes sense. sense. That makes sense. No, I'm not. I'm not. Part. I'm not saying that she, she shouldn't have been okay. fired. Yeah. What I'm saying is, I, I felt like we saw a part of her character and her personality in that attack yeah. is that yeah. she doesn't take ish from anybody. Exactly. But then okay. I feel like we haven't seen that again. Well, no, because really? she's. You, I feel like we've seen she, that and until I, it comes to like personal, personal things like her son. Well, but everything I, else, I feel like she has like no control of her life, pretty much. Right. So even mm-hmm. if she didn't want to take anything from anybody she has no choice but to i mean yeah. she has to answer to a parole officer but she, she doesn't but she to. doesn't i mean she kind of does when she's not like overdosing yeah i feel like her parole officer is totally turned on by her badassery though my well, little one that thought that does he like her that's was, what i thought i feel I like he, he was hitting on her. her me too i think that yes I, but i don't think it was hitting on like i think he's just turned on by her i don't think it's yeah like i think he would 
He's sort of looking out for her best, not her best interest, obviously, because her best interest would be for her to answer to the parole officer and not drink alcohol Mm -hmm. and do drugs. But he kind of, he's on her side about things and he's a little bit flexible yet still Mm -hmm. authoritative. I think he's still waiting for like a thank you. What do you I mean? don't know if he's oh. waiting for a thank you, like a thank you, no, or like an a actual thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like a, oh, like, like a, a sexual, like a thank, sexual you. thank you. Sexual thank you. Possibly, is what he's waiting for. possibly. We don't know enough about Christian, the parole officer, yet. But what we do know is that he is very lenient when it comes to yes. Letty yes. for whatever reason because she seems to be like this fallen angel that everyone <laughs> seems to see good in her that she doesn't see in herself which is why she hits rock bottom and this isn't the first time that she's hit rock bottom because she was so comfortable hitting rock bottom she was so comfortable being in that bathroom and just cleaning up in the bathroom Mm -hmm. she was so comfortable not having an explanation for where she was uh, in the second episode and so comfortable getting meth in the first episode so I feel like he actually is so turned on by what a badass she is and how like she carries herself with it well she is a badass we saw how confident she could be Mm -hmm. and she just plays the part and everyone kind of believes her because right um, at the beginning of the first episode she didn't have a job but she still found a means to make money and that was by robbing hotel rooms I feel like though like I feel like she's not a badass like I don't think she's a badass I think she plays a badass well like like, I was noticing that she only really excels when she's playing a part. Yeah, it's like her pers- yeah. her yeah. persona. Like, her alter ego comes to life when she's I feel like she has, like, a hundred different identities. She has whatever identity she wants in that moment, it feels like. You know what I mean? Like, she has... She makes up her own story to every person that she meets. She's definitely a compulsive or pathological liar. Where she's able to do so flawlessly, and she executes these Mm -hmm. stories that are mostly make-believe, but we don't know if they're rooted in truth or not. Details... Any good liar knows that the details... um, The truth is in the details. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and these details Mm -hmm. can come from something. We All we know is that she's in pain, and she's trying to run away from what we do not know yet mm-hmm. in yeah. the first two episodes. And I think her outlet to escaping this pain is to take on different personalities. Yeah. So she plays like this very proper woman, very confident proper woman mm-hmm. at the original hotel, which she obviously has an inside plug-in that's assisting her in robbing all these hotel rooms. But then she made the mistake and got caught up in the closet. And that's <laughs> when... Closet. Yeah, and R. Kelly's in the closet uh, came yeah. on and went <laughs> and was out. Like, that would have been a good opening song. She hit rock bottom from there. But yeah. the opening song they did use was X's and O's. Uh, I forget the name of the song, but it alludes to like having a, having a son and raising him to a man and teaching him all the things that they don't understand. I think those are the lyrics. And then so it's just interesting that those songs actually play a part. So they foreshadow a lot of details in Letty's life. Mm -hmm. I think it's so interesting how she listens to those tapes. The self-help tapes. Yeah, but but are they helping at all? I feel like like that's the person speaking that she wants to believe she is, but deep down she knows she's not. Or maybe she just wants to better herself. Like, she wants to be a better person, especially we see that the end goal for her is to get her son back, right? That's something that motivates her more than anything anything else. She has this compulsion with stealing, which is like her hobby or something that gives her a thrill. She has this because we don't see her having money, even though we see her making money. Yeah, she has this compulsion where she needs to hurt herself. She has this thing about guilt, 
The only thing that I felt was her strength was her son, which was kind of awkward because he was black in the window, and we don't know that story. Like, <laughs> there's just some black. It was like a black kid in a window, and she's right. clearly not black. So there's more to it than we know, even though we do know it is her biological son because uh, her origin story is introduced to us when Javier comes and finds her in the motel uh, as she just used. A, a bunch of money in order to get high and goes off on how he knows her and knows every detail and then rattles off details exactly. of her life. But she listens to the tape while smoking a bunch of meth. It's kind so of it's ironic. Like, it, yeah, it's, it, it, it's totally ironic how, I, that's why I feel like she wants to believe that she's this person when really she's not, you know? I just think she can't get there. She, she wants to be there. there, but it's just, I think that Javier is going to be that, obviously that pro- Peller, even though mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited. I mean, I love this show so far, mm-hmm. but I think it's cool because I want to. I want to find out what the wife did that he killed the first person. Oh, like me I too. really now like with yeah. that closing, like when you find out actually what happened and like why he killed the man. Like mm-hmm. I want to know why he killed the wife in too. the second episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah because I, you find out he's right. like a hitman with right. a heart. Right, that's what. Yeah. Right, and I'm like, Javier. well, maybe. Yeah. They were drooling over Javier, and I'm like, he is a murderer. Like, you but guys, he's a are nice just, murderer. He's a nice murderer. He's, a, he's like Batman. Was, was nice he so murder. nice when he was choking up Letty every two seconds? No, was but, that nice? Because I, I, I saw a bunch of gasps. I want to know though how he got away from that situation when uh, uh, when Daphne killer. had, yeah, but exactly. when Daphne had the gun pointed at him and all the police came, how did he end up killing her and get out of the situation? Because that was okay. She was dumb. Yeah. She was dumb. We yeah. Why? She, Why do you think she was dumb? She, like the wife, the wife that the she wife. was supposed to call she Daphne had in the first. So one. many opportunities. Like that whole scene had me just so angry because she should have shot him. Should have shot Javier when Letty was up she there. Should she should have just left. I have a question. Have any of you shot anyone? No. no. So it's probably not as easy to do as yeah. you think. No, but I think if someone was intruding on my house and I knew they were hired to kill me, do you think that but, I would just stand there but being she like, knew that the cops uh, uh, were coming. Yeah, you leave. I'm going to stay. No, I would want someone to But she me. called the cops on, on her own house. So yeah, when the she, cops show up and she's holding a gun and just killed someone in her own house... That, they're gonna be like you're she's defending herself I know, it's her property she would get away with that I 100%. love I love this because this is Do you think, amazing though? I don't think that's how it plays out uh, as smoothly legally it sounds really good on paper but, <laughs> but it, I mean let's uh, let's the suspension of disbelief allows us to forget that it's a TV show for a second yeah. let's take it to real life right? right so you're you're in a house Remember, this isn't just a logical situation. She is full of emotion. We don't know why he's sent there to kill. We don't know the reason why we're assuming she does, why her husband wants her dead. We don't know anything of this. Javier is a trained killer. She is not. Mm -hmm. So, of course, she's going to allow emotions to make mistakes. And Letty's never been in the situation either. She's a con artist criminal who decided to have a change of heart for a split second. And then we see that she does take the money and does take the car. She oh, gets honey, out of the she, situation. Right, so right. when the when the going gets tough, Letty got going. <laughs> Letty got, but she kind of fell into know. this situation. Right. She didn't intend for any of this to happen. She got trapped in a closet, found out. Committing no, a crime. No, she didn't get it's, trapped. She did not get trapped. She chose to what? hide but in a closet. But she didn't have any other choices. But it, being trapped, not I think it makes it sound like someone people. put her in the closet. True. But she didn't have a choice. She had no way out unless she was going to expose herself. Yeah, I think but Letty could have gotten herself out of the situation at so many I, points. Yeah. Well, this is my question so to you guys. it's hard for me to feel so much compassion for her at but this point. But did she feel morally obligated to save this woman? Like, what would you do in this situation? I think to a point. Like, it was like, 
yes, go, buddy. Like, you're doing something out of your normal character, mm-hmm. trying to save this woman. But then you just fell right, like you said, back into your normal character. And you took the car and the money and you left. And like, When in reality, Daphne should have took the car. Right, and the she should have got her out. ass out of that house. I don't house. know why Daphne she, thought that was remotely okay to, to throw out the woman that is trying to save her. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, well, I feel actually, like, well, she, she thought she was doing her yeah, a favor. Like, right. hey, you need to get out of here because you will go down I don't think with I this situation. That. Even though... I'd have been like, stay here. Let me shoot She touched a bunch of stuff, so I don't know why. Why they wouldn't yeah. just have? I, I feel like Evidence. fingerprinting hasn't been invented in this world. Well, this right. is what yeah. it, she she even said out loud. You saved my life. Get out of here. The police are gonna assume that you are a part of this because you're present. But oh, I guess because my train of thought was Javier would just be dead, so he can't even say that there's a third person there. But she wasn't gonna kill him anyway, so I guess I want to know how they got out of that whole situation. Well, we, with him, with well, he's like, being he's a ninja. He's yeah. a trained. He's, he I, flipped that gun on her. He's not her. a ninja, but he is a tra- he is a trained hitman. <laughs> he's a trained hitman who's obviously a professional. He's a professional enough where his <laughs> reputation precedes him, as we see in the bar where people treat him with respect, and we see that element of fear when the bartender automatically says it's on the house mm-hmm. I'm sorry I didn't know she was with you when Letty goes in uh, who by the way using her real name as a professional that's, con- that that's a little awkward yeah. because she's a professional yet she used her real name on the first con that she was pulling on Javier Rookie mistake. but we saw the bartender treat Javier with he as if he was on eggshells yeah. because he carries himself as a exactly. man of respect which is a term for a lot of mafia or gangster mafioso tendencies which he seems to have I thought he just had plugs to that bar when, when I, yeah, I, I he was a bartender. Oh my god, do you know Trevor? I know Trevor. <laughs> I oh, Trevor! Look, I just oh thought god, he was. Trevor. I just thought he was super yeah. plugged to that bar, and I don't no. know. And then when no. she, came, I don't know. Because if you think of, I mean, well, she was plugged to the hotel, so I don't know who. Everyone, every, everyone's so collabed <clears throat> in this kind of show. Yeah, but like, that, like I having that, like a I plug at the bar is not like initially. It could have seemed. I. That's not really a big deal. It could have seemed like he had a plug, but then as we. As we yeah. got to know him a little bit more, he did always present himself as, like, yeah. a, a very respectful person, and people, yeah. like, fear him. And so, as we saw um, in the second episode, when he was meeting everybody's husbands, and when he was, like, greeted at the hotel, everyone just treated him as, like, the the big man, you know, the boss. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily because they knew him, just because of the way he acted. Right. So it's interesting that the first episode's title was... So you're not an English teacher because that's the uh, actual, that's the con which Letty presents him. Is that, oh, I'm an English teacher who's writing this book. And they use a lot of uh, pop culture references. So Ryan Gosling is mentioned in the first episode. Mm. The Bachelor in the second. <laughs> the like, Tesla girl on exactly, the train. Exactly. The Tesla. It's just the girl on the, the train, train. How she's a writer, which makes us feel like maybe she has this innate need to be a writer at some point, or she would love to be a writer or write about her experiences or have a truth. I see that Letty wants to be more than what she actually is. So it's like she's ashamed of who she really is. And so she finds her truth and her reality in these lies. And she presents them in comments. Well, isn't that like um, a disorder? Or like, don't... Kinda, what is that I mean, called? It's called crazy. humanity. No. So what happens is, we <laughs> all have... Per- but it is, though. The but- word persona comes from the word mask, from Latin uh, personae, which is just a mask. We all wear these masks. Hers are just more blatant towards everyone so it's it's more of we know that it's a blatant fantasy but we all do them like all the things that we do to whether an we extent. wear it, and of course and she's just taking that to a different level 
So, yeah, she might be a kleptomaniac in some regards, <laughs> and she might be a compulsive liar, but what it comes down to is she is a person who's just hurting, and we don't know that backstory yet. I think that hers and Javi's relationship... Javi? You just call him Javi now? I'm sorry, we're, 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 we're going with the nicknames now. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I'm calling him Javi. You Hobby. went there. That just I went there. a scandal. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think that they're so attracted to each other because they see each other so much in one another. Like mm. they're both such badasses, <laughs> and like they're both, like, well, like Javi had Javi had so many chances to kill her, and she had so many chances to kill him, and they just mm-hmm. haven't yet. Well, because I don't think she had, had any chances to kill him. Yeah, she, she had a gun pointed at him. What she do you mean? said that she was would, one time, and she blew yeah. it because she's a pussy. But well, she said but she, she would she, never I, kill but, somebody. But I feel like, but I feel like she didn't yeah, want that's, to kill him. But I think that's like, personally. I think that's where the deeper thing is. There has to be some sort of a murder situation that went on because she's like so against murdering someone. Well, Whereas most con artists, we see that actually a lot of con artists don't go the violent route. That's okay. how they justify what they do. They're like, that person gave anyone. it to me. Okay. Oh. They're giving me. It's they're willing head. to do it. Right. Like, they're a sucker, and that's why I was able to play them. They're not using violence. Most con okay. artists don't use violence in order to intimidate. You seem that very knowledgeable yeah, in this so area. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> So we gotta hide our stuff. <laughs> I already took it. Oh, anyway, <laughs> you put your stuff back. Yes, really, color pop? Yeah. <laughs> so listen, um, <laughs> I feel like okay. Can we discuss the sex scenes? Can we get to that point? Yeah, yet? Can't, because, well, I don't know if she can because I feel like every time. Yeah, sex you scene were came like on, looking like, away. You were she's like standing there like. What is that? Oh my god! Well, well, I don't know. It's a penis. Like, yo, <laughs> I, you know what? I think it's just them. I think yeah. it's the fact that it's just them, and they're both such, I think, horrible people. It's personal. First of all, I don't like either of them, but then again, I love both. I don't know. They're well, weird. you don't love their tendencies. You don't love but their tendencies, people. but like just watching them is just weird to me. Like they're both. I think they're both junkies. Even though he claimed that she's a junkie and he's not. I think they both just suck. I don't think he's a junkie. I don't think, so. I he's think not he's a, a control freak. He's a, and if yeah. you he's notice, a, he has a Virgo. He's a junkie, but he's an asshole. He's a Virgo. <laughs> he's a <laughs> he, I mean, as someone who doesn't drink, smoke, or do drugs, but right. was around a lot of different elements as I grow up, I understand that tendency to not want to do stuff, mm-hmm. right, in that way, and then do what people might consider bad or illegal in a way mm-hmm. and still feel very powerful within them. In fact, the line between powerful people, whether they're wealthy or criminal, is very fine. Right. Like, it's very, mm-hmm. very fine. It's, it really depends on your zip code a lot of times, more so than your characteristic mm-hmm. or personality or, like, your moral implicity. It has a lot to do with where you're born. So mm-hmm. Javier, in any other situation, would be a CEO. He would be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this financial whiz or whatever it is. He just happens to be a hitman. But he's very exact and and calculating. And we see he's very intelligent. And he's Castilian, which is an interesting aspect because we find out he's Argentinian uh, of Castilian descent, which is why he could pull off being from Madrid, Spain. Mm -hmm. I think it's more from what we've seen from both of them so far and what we do know that whenever I saw them doing it, I was like, I just can't I just don't like you guys. Well, initially like they were attracted like to each other before they knew yeah. each other in depth. I well, mean, they, she, I she was conning him. Yeah, but he was attracted to her and you know something she was, attracted she to was him. conning him, but I don't think she would have gone she that felt. far. Mm-hmm. She was she got the feels. She took off mm-hmm. her wig, she revealed Which herself I, to I this know. guy. It was, well, it's like That's almost true. she almost had to. Well, I was thinking that in the elevator because it's like, right. She's like, oh, by the way, I'm a brunette. Like that's like when you waiting for you to do that because it's all blonde. Sorry, we have but, more fun. No, but sorry. No, I was just <laughs> gonna say. I, I they're, wanted to when hear they're this. having sex, like I think that that's really like 
they had to role play to even have sex a second time because I think they're I think he's kind of disgusted with her like in her you in think her, so in her actual like he pities her and in, a, I think in he, her like her her real self so I feel like they have to role play almost he pities her keep, like what do you mean like he feels like she's I know what a, you mean. A, he feels sorry for her I she's don't like know if he pities her I, I don't think, think he sees so. potential in her that potential. she doesn't see in herself and that annoys him and frustrates him because she is amazing he even says you could yeah. be one of those like you could own all the stuff that you steal yeah like, oh, you're maybe that. pity is not the right word but I, but he still I still think he feels sorry for her and I don't think he's attracted to her char- her real character yet I don't think Javier is a sympathetic person I, if he had sympathy or empathy he would be unable to do the things that he does in fact that's one thing about a hitman or a cold killer that they have a lack of empathy a lot of them but that's why they are sympathetic to Charlie's parents no, well, they're also paying him. Paid. They're paying him. Yeah, yeah. He's not okay. doing it. It's okay. not like he's it's not a, favor. a superhero. This is yeah. an Iron yeah. Man. This okay. is a hitman <laughs> who's getting paid, but maybe he right. chooses he chooses his his victims to be uh, someone who's been wronged in a way yeah. because that's how he justifies what yes, he's doing. I but agree. he has no empathy when he's able to kill a husband and a wife in the second yeah. episode mm-hmm. and injects a lethal injection. Um, uh, uh, lethal injections are like barbiturates and paralytics and, and potassium sodium like it's it's like harsh you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying it's a harsh way you inject someone and they die puts them in a trunk of their own Tesla you can't be an empathetic person yeah. I think that he looks at her as an easy target that he can control who and Letty he, I don't think she's an easy target I think she's I think like the stallion like, who he likes to control because she's not easy to control I think that he he knows that she's skilled at what she does and but I also think after him seeing that she's a junkie, he thinks that she's an easy target that he can control and use her skills for his own good. Yeah. I, that's so is that the b- bottom line? We think that like he's probably just doing this for his own benefit. Oh, of yes, of course. And then maybe he'll develop feelings. I, yeah. I actually, I think. You think he really like like? Feels I think something? he sees not. I he sees a potential in her, of greatness. Mm-hmm. Okay, to be on that level because he sees himself elevated. He right. doesn't see himself as a petty common criminal right. and 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 there's a hierarchy in crime that exists right there's a hierarchy so people who do certain like mafia members think they're better than drug dealers who think mm-hmm. they're better than uh shoplifters who think like it goes down right. Right. and he sees himself as higher than that and he sees that she should be elevated to his level but i don't think he's just like javier doesn't seem to do anything easily he doesn't even kill his victims easily he actually goes through the motions of making it redeem, like a redemption or redeeming in some way before he kills. That's not an easy thing to do. So I just don't see the same thing you do. I, mm-hmm. I, I did like when you said, uh, when you, I, I think it's interesting that you don't like them because I think for criminals, they're both very likable. Like Javier's yeah. sexy as hell. I'm like, I'm getting like, I'm like, I okay, like I now I feel yeah. uglier about myself. Like, who's uh, this guy? I just don't like them together. I don't think they... Right now, I just don't think they're complementing each other very well. Mm. I think well, she, like, in in the beginning of the episodes, we saw her being a little bit more powerful for her own good. Like, on her own, independent woman, whatever, doing whatever she does. Well, but, well, not totally, you know what I mean. <laughs> for for her, like, in her life. But now, she's totally overpowered by this guy. But she's also not, like, who, getting oh, high on meth. I just think like, she doesn't, she 
in a way, she doesn't really have self-control because she's a victim yeah. to all these substances. Mm-hmm. And he he kind of holds that over her in a way. But, however, I do think they complement each other because each of them have skills that will mm-hmm. contribute to an, en- to an end goal. You know what I'm saying? But they're not working as collaborate. Not, yeah, yeah, not yet. Not right. yet. They're working out the kinks. I, I, yeah. I think that they will get to that level, There's but I'm just not seeing it yet. There's a strength in subservience. Like, that's actually a part of uh, faith or any religion. Like, there's a strength yeah. that comes from being subservient. <laughs> there is. And so that's why, in fact, in their first sexual encounter, which was a lot more racy than I expected for TNT because it showed it, it was like yeah, not it even was. it was like even missionary it was like a doggy thing right it was like hot. <laughs> but when he starts in the elevator he starts with the neck and then works his way down right he he shows he like, like a and she even states it in the second I get it. You know how to train a dog mm-hmm. because there's there's like a it's it's there's a lot of Stockholm syndrome sexuality that mm-hmm. goes on right now. It's like the Beauty and the Beast situation, yeah, right. but mm-hmm. there is power. And I don't think Letty is exactly powerless. I think in a lot of ways, she actually does want to be there. And she doesn't know why, and it scares her why. And it scares her how attracted she is to Mm -hmm. this guy, Mm -hmm. and maybe even vice versa. But she wants to be there. And so she actually is a lot more powerful, and I think we'll see that as the season develops. She's a lot more powerful than what's being let on right now. Mm -hmm. I'll give you that. Yeah. I just haven't seen it. Like, we see... We've only seen two episodes, so the first episode... Have we? Because she, I, yeah, had, she saw, see, like, 15 you, You've episodes. seen the whole season now, I guess, but in the first episode, just I oh, saw I a too. different Letty than this one, I guess, and this one, I don't like seeing her... I feel like she she <clears throat> she wants to be an independent, strong woman. She even, like, listens to tapes to train herself. She, she Deep down, she wants to. She does. See, Abby, she, she does. I'm not... No, I'm, I'm not, oh, I'm not I'm disagreeing. Kidding. I think she does want to be but, independent, but she yeah. pisses me off. Abby, She's, don't she, let her tell you what to think. <laughs> don't she let her make you not, not independent. No, to she me. I will get you those self-help tapes. You want, you want, <laughs> she does. She wants to get out because she tries, like, three different times, yeah. but, like... Is she really trying? Like, no. I don't think in her mind, like, I don't think she's, no. she's doing the actions, but she's not mentally, like, really convinced to leave. And she's, honestly, she's screwing shit up for herself. She, the the wife was not going to be killed. Mm-hmm. She was. Wait. I, I think I she think was. the wife was going to be killed. You think he was going to kill her? It's just. I don't think he was going to. She, she was the 100%. last missing link. Like, he had to kill her. That That's the, that's the loose end. The wife was the loose end. They have to both disappear at the same time well, in order for this crime to go off unhitched. And the wife is technically no. still at blame for it. Because, I don't think so. Well, the, because he was, he said wait, that, Robin? Are you talking about Robin? Yeah. What was the husband's name? Bill. Bill? Bill. He said Bill was going to die of a heart attack. So what? Bill dies of a heart attack and so does Robin? Same thing. No. no. I agree. Bill was just going to die. She was supposed to watch Robin. Yeah. He was going to probably come back and Bill was going to either be in the golf cart by his car like, oh, he went to put something away and like... You know, Javier walked in the hotel and they Bill checked died. out of the hotel. Remember, he says, but they they're no longer they're no longer longer staying here. Like, I don't know. I no, don't. I, I personally don't think okay, Robin was going to die. My, maybe I understand what you're saying. Now I see it in that way because she. Mm-hmm. The plan wasn't for Robin to, to see right, to see right. all this. She happen. wasn't supposed yeah. to be there. But she was however, supposed to be inside. like. Another part of me is she was there to when Charlie died. She was the passenger, and she was forced to keep all this a secret. Right. So she was kind of like an accomplice, like not an accomplice. She's but an accomplice, technically. But she is. I don't know that Javier knew that, but but she isn't an accomplice to Bill dying until she sees Bill dead. So I, I I'm with you. I don't think he was gonna kill Robin either. And nothing I mean, shows he, us that Javier knows that Robin was in the car. Well, he has to because how did he well, even know that it was Bill that killed? Because her? they traced the car. Well, they, if they chased Robin her car, he would have been in jail. 
but like Javier but, did or something. But but Robin know. knew because she told Letty the story right before they found Bill dead. So I don't think he was gonna kill Robin. I the only so the, the only reason he did was because she saw Bill dead. Of course she would be like right. Yeah, she I, just, I think she she messied things and up like, trying she to get out. And how do you? She knew that Javier had gone to play golf with Bill, and that that was the last person that was seen. Yeah, that had been seen with her husband, who's now at this at the least missing. Right, so they would have had to question Javier well, at this point. But I don't think he was going to be missing. I think it was because he said he it was going to be a heart, heart attack. attack. So I think he was going to literally just be found yeah. on the golf cart. But weren't Letty and Robin Her- just going to dip out on both their husbands? Yeah. Weren't they dipping out anyway? So what? once she saw that Bill was dead, she didn't know that Bill was dead at all. She had nothing to do with it. Her, the, Letty the, or Robin, you're saying? Robin. Robin had no clue Bill was dead until she physically saw sure. Bill dead. So... Before that, her and Letty were just gonna dip out on both their husbands because. But this is my question: Did Letty know that it was Bill that was gonna die, or did she think it was Robin that was going to die? No, she knew it was Bill. Bill. At least we knew Bill was gonna die. But if there was no connection, so here's my here's my logic, right? So Robin would have just found her husband and been like, "Oh my God, what happened? He had a heart attack when the." And when the paramedics came, yeah. why kill her when that's the best case scenario? Yeah. She found her own dead husband as she's le- trying to leave. But as she's trying to leave her husband, so how how do you explain that to cops? Oh, it, I was trying to leave. Exactly. My so husband, that so. that leaves it on Robin. There's no now. You don't even have to explain anything else to cops. There's no connection with Javier or but Letty or was leaving too. So, but I think so, the reason so. they killed her is because his trunk was still open. Javier's. Javier was still like cleaning shit up. No, there was no, trunk. no, it was the Tesla's trunk that was open. So she opened the trunk. Javier actually wasn't, it was the Tesla trunk that Robin was that fidgeting was to find the, the trunk. Yeah, the exactly. Exactly. So they were stopped by the Tesla and by it was the probably going to be a heart attack by the Tesla. Okay. So why kill Robin at that point if that's not his intention, if it's not to kill Robin? Honestly, I don't know if he meant to kill Robin or not. That's he, it. I'm just yeah. giving out scenarios. Yeah, with, sure. I don't or, think he would. Another ch- thing is, Maybe he just wasn't done. Maybe he wasn't going to leave the golf cart there. Maybe he was going to put him right. back, That's back somewhere. It wasn't done. I but, think that they just rolled up at the wrong yeah, time. And she was victim they, to timing. Right. Who, who finds a dead man in a golf cart after golfing where the other guy just leaves? And he wasn't even in the driver's seat. He was in the passenger seat. So it's not like... No, he was... Yeah. Yeah, of uh, the golf cart. The, so Javier wasn't done. No one, yeah. No. I don't think he was done with the crime scene. So they, no one was supposed to find Bill dead at that spot at that time. They, he was, I don't I think know he was because done. it's a professional hitman. I'm not leaving the evidence <laughs> yeah. where it's going to be found by someone else. <laughs> I'm not going to leave the evidence when it, where it's going to be found by someone else. I'm going to stay with the evidence and make sure if I'm not done cleaning it up. Because, look, it, what if it wasn't Robin and Letty, right? What if it was one of the bellhops? Would he have had to kill them? That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'll believe in a lot of things, but coincidences are hard for me to fathom. The universe is just too big a place, right? So let's say... It was a bellhop or someone else who randomly was going to their car. was like, oh, my God, I need a piece of gum. And I need you to put it in my mouth for me, whatever, right? So he was going to go to the car and then get gum for this person who they were going to put, in, like, gum in Maddie's mouth, for example. Whatever. Abby was going to put gum in Maddie's mouth. Whatever. I, I do that sometimes. Yeah, she does, she does do that. that. All the time. I, I saw, I witnessed it first. Time. So, and <laughs> she's you, excellent Abby. at it, by the way. <laughs> Amazing. Okay? So. Here's what if that happened? He's just gonna be away from the body and be like, "Oh, well, just now, oh, you guys saw this." Like, no, he's a professional. Let's let's give him credit for being a professional, which he's shown time after time. He escaped the inescapable situation. 
I I would agree with that. I think the thing that made him kill Robin then was the fact that Letty was there because he 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 didn't know that Letty and Robin were planning on dipping. Sure. So this was him kind of saying, "Oh, you, like you're going to try to run away from me again? Like I'm gonna." I don't know. I didn't see that I don't... aspect of Javier either. He mm-hmm. was, it was just very calculated. Like, yeah, it was like we quick, gotta do what we move, gotta do. Boom, done, boom, in the done. car. Let's go. It wasn't. It wasn't out of retaliation. There no. was no anger in his uh, in his movements. In fact, I've only seen him show anger towards Letty, and it's only been specific times. times and it's been right. controlled anger. It's not out of control anger. It's it's the anger that you show like a a good parent or like a parent shows a discipline needed kid really? like yeah it's, like it's he grabs like he's her, her child. he holds her yeah but he's trying to fix her and trying to like make her a real person again and everything he does is extremely calculated everything he says every movement every he even like plans ahead for possibilities that could happen he already has a plan for that and already has something to prevent that but i would have to disagree that he doesn't seem angry i mean even when we see them in the golf cart when he's you know, telling Bill all the things he doesn't want to hear. I mean, he's but these are people he's forceful, killing. Forceful and forceful anger are two, two different, different things. Right? There's yeah. no emotional, there's no emotional, like, attachment. What he's doing is he's being forceful because it is what is needed at the time. It is necessary for the action at hand. So we'll see that actually with CEOs who fake getting angry in boardroom meetings in order to inspire or uh, situations like that. So it happens. Uh, Coaches do that when they're talking to teammates and their team players and they somehow inspire. Like, it's just a false sense of an emotion. So it's, this is what you as a person need to know is happening. You are being forced to do something whether you want it to happen or not. And so he's the alpha dog. Exactly. It is very alpha. Which I feel like Javier is definitely an alpha. I mean, everything about him is Fifty Shades of Grey. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I would agree. Oh, so now you agree. I agree. No. Yes. (laughs) You're good. You're good. You got one. I compel. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I, may, um, I, I have like a question. More. What's what? your question? Why did she buy the book bag? I was confused about that. I think to hide the, to hide the alcohol. This is I don't I thought deeply into that too. I was like, too. why would you spend sixteen well, ninety nine on a book bag? Yeah, she but she started stealing other things. Like she put stuff. Didn't she put stuff in the bag that she, she the stole? The only other it. stuff that she stole. Well, she yeah, she stole but all she, that stuff. But that stuff all would have been less than sixteen ninety nine. She I think she had to justify her spending this money and like hot. Because if or she did, just bought she just the, the if she just bought the alcohol, money would be missing, and she would have nowhere to hide it. So she had to buy the backpack to and spend the money, and then she could hide the alcohol in she's it. She's like, I got yeah. a few other things, and so she didn't have to tell him she got the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like in I, the bag. I, I okay. didn't that because I, I feel like if he saw the alcohol, he probably would have taken it. Yeah, of I course. Like and he, she has a compulsion for stealing. We right. see her when she walks into the hotel in the second episode. She automatically looks at the necklace and like. Like right. goes, I need to steal that, right. and then she does actually steal another necklace. And she later, literally and she... says, "I can't drink, so I stole a wallet for fun." Yeah. Why does he not want her? Obviously, he goes through the effort of taking alcohol out of the room and like doesn't want her drinking around him. But then he's totally cool with her getting wasted in front of other people. Like maybe just because she's that... playing it, the part. It's the part, yeah. I think because he even like gives her. Throughout this whole ep- that's why episode, I'm, that's I why I'm like a little he, concerned. That's why I think giving, he has a just he's, he's just using her. He's giving her well, yeah, of course he's using her, but I think, but he's, I think he's giving her specific directions on what she has to do and basically how she has to feel. So in order for her to get into that place where she can mingle with these 
girls that she doesn't she even she even says I don't want to be those women down there but right. I feel like alcohol is like her only way she to throws even shade on one really well yeah. when the drink she's like it's like I'm so because uh, Robin's so like I'm so good and she goes I'm glad too <laughs> yeah. like she said it's shade she is throwing shade at her like yeah. I'm glad I just threw my drink on you too yeah I mean she doesn't want to be like them she has no desire to be like them but I think that's the only way that she's able to remotely get in Relate those places right and it's interesting that he allows her to do that because obviously when you're under the influence you don't mm-hmm. have control over yourself and she's in this she's like in this place where she could expose so many things and so many things could go wrong and she's not in the right mindset i disagree she actually really? proved herself that first night she didn't expose anything even though she was extremely drunk no she I, stayed on task and that's a that's a, a thing that he took note I of agree. she was wasted and yet she didn't slip up she didn't mess up she stayed in control even though she was extremely well i mean we saw her stumbling and she had to throw throw up in the bushes and she's like she's just not extremely coherent but she's still on top of her game which is a very intricate skill to have that and also even when she did kind of mess up and steal that necklace even though that's such a small thing for us to see especially for her he immediately even makes her return that like kind of saying like don't slip you have to do it whatever i tell you like by direction you know like, I feel like she's so held, like, uh, captive by this guy right now. She is to the point where he gives her freedom in order to test her captivity, which is, like, something we see in actual kidnap victims, mm-hmm. where the ones who are the most victimized are the ones, they're, unfortunately, children who've been kidnapped, and they still go to a school, or they uh, go out to, and they don't tell anyone because they're so victimized they don't know better mm-hmm. so I, I don't know if that's the case or if it's a situation where i feel like in some part deep down she actually wants to be there and she enjoys this mm-hmm. there there's a part of a lot of this that she is actually enjoying mm-hmm. i think she's testing out the waters and like, she is a tester yeah she's seeing how far she can push she's mm-hmm. seeing how far he's going to push her mm-hmm. and that's why i think eventually this is going to become something more than just like a victim and the controller it's oh, they're going to be gonna a become team. a team right right i feel like this is her way of making it seem like this is where she belongs like she's finally worth something she's finally helping wow. someone and which she has never is or from what That's we've seen I have brought you over to the dark side yes I, have, I agree well, I mean like yeah. you know what I mean, what I mean? I like she, she doesn't have a kid I mean she doesn't have a kid anymore she, uh, she is no no, no but she, she wants him back she, she wants, wants the back, kid back. But but she she has never probably felt that accomplished, maybe. And, and now she's finally helping. Well, she someone. has a purpose. And, and I think pur- has a purpose. It makes somewhere. her feel better about doing the things she enjoys because someone else is doing it. Worse. She's just yeah. doing worse. Right. Yeah. So. Exactly. Like, and oh, but she's he's killing people. So it's okay if I steal well, this. Well, now stuff. she's the victim, right? Right. She's she's his victim, whereas right. she was victimizing everybody that she was stealing from and tricking. I did enjoy the scene where, and by enjoy, I mean I thought it was actually uh, a very good nod towards Boogie Nights where she makes the phone call to her mom and her mom doesn't allow her uh, to see her her child. Like Mm -hmm. You can see that angst and you kind of see, we don't know exactly what's going on at that point, but we know there's some conflict and there's this thing. And it reminds me of the scene in Boogie Boogie Nights where... um, Amber Waves, who is played by, I forget the actual, I'm the worst with names, but she's like trying to call to talk to her kid and the father of the child won't let her see mm-hmm. her child. And it was like, I think it was a direct nod to that because the scene was very similar. I gotta, I gotta catch that one. I Boogie Nights? It. Yeah, it's um, Mark Wahlberg. I love Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it's a lot of sex. It's about <laughs> porn stars. Boston, anyway. You know? 
Okay, yeah. What part of Boston are you from? The part that's outside of Boston? The part that's right outside of Boston. I'm from Medford. Why? You're familiar? No. Oh, it's like five. It's like the exit before. You know what I'm saying? From Boston. Well, because what? That's like being from Pasadena and then claiming West Side. It's not because people will be like, "Oh, I'm from I'm from Boston. They're from freaking Cape Town." I'm liking this. I don't have to throw all the shade. I'm just trying to make it make it easy for those who are unfamiliar. Like you're a selfie, like Mark. Like, man, we were from Medford too. Yeah. And they all say they're from Boston. I have a right. Don't take my right away. Okay, anyways, do you guys have any last minute predictions? One. I know we kind of had tossed them in there already. Um, but yes. <laughs> Go. Um, because I watched the previews for the next episode, their car gets So they're hit. not your, <laughs> your prediction. Girl. I know, but my prediction. Okay, okay. Hey, can she live? I Bro, guess. Let me live. Yeah. <laughs> the car um, gets hit, and uh, the car that Letty's driving. Yeah, and um, then they like leave us in the suspense of the car getting hit. And obviously, I don't think that they're going to find the bodies. But um, I think that this is going to be a situation where she's always kind of pushing against Javier. And I think in this situation, she's going to kind of fold to him and and actually start working with him to get out of the difficult situation. So I think that's going to be like a turning point for their, oh, their like relationship. That's really? going to be the key. Yeah. I think shit's going to hit the fan. And I think they, one of them are going to go down for it. And some, they'll get out of it in some way or another. But I think at first they're going to go down. Well, they have to get out of it because well, there I mean, will they be have no to, show there if they don't get out no of more it. Season, but, <laughs> the rest of the show is just the but, but, <laughs> but I think they'll end up at a police station at some point just like because... Talk their the, way out. See Letty's real out, skills. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's possible. But I think they're too swift to get oh, caught. Or the they're going to have to put their skills to the it. test. Oh, the parole officer is definitely going to play a role in this whole entire thing. But that's almost good in a way, I think. Because she... I mean... What's his name? Javi. Javi even watched her talking on the phone with her parole officer. Even though she wanted to tell her parole officer so bad, like, the position she was in, he made sure that she didn't. So if her and her parole officer go one-on-one, like, she could reveal... Well, because she confides in him when she was taking a swan dive off the back of the whatever she was doing. The wagon? The wagon. The wagon. Do you know what that means? Yes. As thank, 50 thank, cent you 50 cent. Cent. <laughs> thank you, 50 Cent. Thank you, 50 Cent. I know. I was I know. just kidding. <laughs> I just want to say it's 50 Cent. So, um, yes, yeah. now I know. Um, but, yeah, oh. that's what I think. My prediction is that all three of them are going to be taking selfies while we're watching the show again. So <laughs> I, I did not take one, take one selfie. Pictures that I wasn't in. I'm just oh, throwing Connor. that out there. He's jealous. Um, okay, are you guys ready to wrap this yes. one up? Okay. All right, thank you guys for tuning in to our first uh, real, after real show. Real quick, I hope Javi wrapped it up because we don't know where Letty's been. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I like, see what you did there. She uses meth. Like, can we talk about how that was like a thing I Wait, thought of? I'm so sorry. Is Chrissy the word for meth? Is that like, because she's like, have you seen Chrissy around lately? Okay. Because anyway, I thought, that's why I thought it was crack. There's that a could be. Over there. That could okay. be. Um, let us know in the comments if <laughs> Chrissy means crack. We'll see you guys Whoa. next week. I'm your host, Olivia Gabri. Please follow me on Instagram and Twitter, the real underscore O underscore G. <laughs> underscore G. Um, thank you guys so much for watching. You can find me on the gram and the tweet tweet at Maddie underscore Makely. Oh, word. Thanks for following, guys. Um, you can follow me on all social media at Abigail Frere. Well, I can be cool and I can be the bathroom heartthrob. I'm at I am Tehran all across IG, SC, uh, tweet, tweet, and Pete, Pete, and all that good stuff. <laughs> I love this show. I really enjoy the panel we're on. Hey. We're crew. You know what I'm saying? Sweet. We'll take a picture after. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next guys. week.
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 